Hey ho everybody and welcome to another episode of Finito, the myth to movie podcast where we look at myths and legends from around the world and how it's influenced the movies we know and love. I am your host Henry Finnegan, putting the fin in Finito, and each week I'm joined by the amazing Amy. Amazing. Well, welcome back. Nah, yeah, so much. He wasn't in the last couple of episodes, but... To um, be fair, I was had some guest bit, hosts. I was a bit tired and... Well, we had. Uh, if you check out their last episode, we had the myth, really. the myth, <laughs> the myth to metal episode where Alex from Pod Hates us all joined us to talk about music that was inspired that was by, by myths. And then before that, we had an interview with the director Peter John, who was the director of the Bunyip, which was an episode that we kind of did a couple of um, mm-hmm. episodes back. But yes, we are here with episode eighteen, I believe. Eighteen. Yeah, eighteen episodes we've been oh, doing this for. It's crazy. It's That's crazy. Scary. And also in the crazy time that we live in there, we should we've kind of been not able to produce as many episodes as we wanted to, but we're we're kind of trying to bring you as much content as we Which possibly can. Which makes no can. sense really, because we've yeah. been near computers more. Yes, but we've got that less makes no less sense. less less time. Less time. Less time. Less yeah. time. Anyway, uh, so this week we are going to look at a very, very familiar everybody knows this one. Has well, heard, I heard everyone, of it. I this week we are looking at I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying anything. I'm not well, we'll only say anything. <laughs> we'll only say it once. We'll only say it once. This week we're looking at Bloody Mary. Why did you have to say it like that? Bloody, Bloody Mary. Now, as I said, uh, everybody's... The actual drink. Well, no. It's, it's drinking, <laughs> drinking Bloody Marys. That would be quite good, actually. Yum, yum, yum. As I said, a lot of people have had either, like some experience with this with this myth because... It has been around like schools, basically. Like a kid, every oh, yeah. kid, every kid. It was well, especially in uh, England and in, in Britain, but America as well. I think. I think everybody's. Is it an English thing? Yeah, it's, well, it's not. I think it's inspired by several different things. I know America definitely has it because we're going to get onto that later. But let's not jump ahead. Let's, okay. Let's let's, go, let's kind of go back to what it is. So Bloody Mary is you know it's it an uh, is it an urban myth or a folklore uh, you know kind of the old legend, but it consists. Like a, a ghost or a a, a a demon person, or is it just someone just cursing someone called Mary? Yeah, it's, it's said to Mary. It's said to appear in a mirror when their name is chanted repeatedly. Now the number of times is Isn't it is, three? You know, it different. You know, it changes from different stories. Is it, it's five in some stories, and then it's yeah, three. It's in also some thirteen. In some, I mean, come in some, on, some, some, like so thirteen. Mind. But okay, so but you, you're supposed to utter the name uh, three times, and then the apparition appears. Apparently, it doesn't just appear in the mirror. It appears behind you. The reason oh. you're seeing it is in the, in, in the mirror. And what does it do? And then, it, depending on which story that we're going to get into, yeah. it's either benign or um, malevolent. And it's benign. It, yeah. You mean it just appears and then it floats off? Yeah. Like just a scale, or is it really cute? Is it no, like, it's it's. Even, well, I'm going to tell you. Like, Hello, you've summoned in me. In certain in certain things, it tells you uh, good news or bad news. So oh. obviously, when it tells you good news, it's not. An evil spirit is it? It's supposed to tell you, but anyway. So that's it. The, the, the basic part of the myth of the folklore is that it starts with people chanting um, in a mirror, in a mirror, and they call a name, and then a spirit appears, regardless if it's good or bad. So that's 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 right. kind of like so where all does the way it, it where does it come from? Well, that's the weird thing. So the origin of Bloody Mary. And I spent spent a good. Uh, ten seconds looking up. The <laughs> 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 Look at but no, no, you didn't. No, the, uh, the origin of this is um, it's hard to nail down because there's loads of different elements of it. So let's before we get onto the sort of the origin, of it, let's look at the ritual. Okay. The ritual around it. So um, the one of the sort of the references to this is 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 that sometimes it's connected to in one of the earlier uh, sort of um, recordings of the myth. 
that's actually attached to young women trying to find out what their futures will be. Oh, because that's kind of what we all try and do. Like, you know, when you drop some candle wax in something and whatever shape it takes. Did you ever do that when you were younger? Well, that's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just dropping wax into stuff. And so, um, how, do you, how do you say that again? Uh, divination. Divination, yeah. So a divination, uh, a ritual divination ritual encourage young women to walk backwards up the stairs holding a candle and a hand mirror, yeah? Ooh. In a darkened I'm house. I'm going to try this. As they stepped up the, stair, up the stairs, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face within the mirror. Oh, it's, why is it about yeah. a future husband's but, face? But, <laughs> yeah, but it also, if they caught a glimpse of a skull, it meant they would die before they could marry. Hang on, so they'd either get married to a bloke, obviously, or they'd die... Are those the only two options of their future? They could what they could die randomly when they're like ninety and not not get married. Yeah, but they might still yeah. have a full and fruitful yeah, life. So, yeah, exactly. So really what? <laughs> oh god! You'll never marry. You'll die. And then it's like it's <laughs> just not really fair. Yeah, is but it? so there's there's the fact that it's Bloody Mary and it's women hitting puberty. Oh, is that where it stuff. comes from? And they're supposed to do it in the bathroom. There's lots of connections. What about the bloody part? Where does that come from? Them menstruating for the first oh, okay. time and then becoming a, a woman. Also, oh, is it all connected to that? So that's one of the stories, and that's okay. sort of one of the things. And but what kind of like? Sort of the more, the more. Um, I mean, that's probably a really um, misogynistic kind of viewpoint. Oh, you stuff, think? But, yeah. So, but um, the modern uh, sort of uh, the urban myth that we kind of know today is more about a character or a person called Bloody Mary who appears to individuals or groups oh. who kind of chant her name uh, in the mirror. And that's called, I think it's called catotromancy, I think it is, where you kind of uh, recount someone's name. I'm probably butchering that name, sorry. Sorry, every uh, witch no. and uh, pagan out there. But this is uh, kind of done repeating the name over and over again, but a dimly lit candlelit room, and it's got to be repeated three times, 13 times, Five times you said I don't. I've never heard that one. I don't know where I got five from. I think I've seen something with it five times. And it's supposed to be either a, a you know a corpse or a, a witch or a ghost or even friendly, as I said, telling us stuff. And some people even talk about that. It turns up and then they drink their blood and then it kills them and even scratches out their eyes. Now, depending on who Bloody Mary is, it is a series of different Marys that it could it could be because sometimes it's not called Bloody Mary. It's called Hell Mary, which is kind of a a twist on Ooh. Hail Mary. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed to be the instead of saying sounds like something from Sabrina, doesn't it? Yeah, but instead of saying um, <laughs> instead of saying Hail Mary over and over again, it's you know, hell. you would say Hell, and you would invoke uh, um. a demon from Hell instead. A lot of people also attach uh, the name Mary to Queen Mary. Okay. Yeah, and also Mary Worth, who was a, a woman who was hung in oh, America yeah. for in the witch trials. Oh yeah. Um, but she also did some bad things as well. But there's also another urban legend in Japan which strongly parallels the kind of Bloody Mary myth. Ooh. So it's, we're going to have a, shall we have a look at the different Not Marys? Not Japanese ones. No, well, scare we're going to so we're going to look at the Japanese one no, as well. It's too scary. Okay, so let's look let's start with the Japanese one first actually. Yeah. Okay, so there's one called Hana um Hanako-san. Uh, it's the spirit of a young girl who ha- haunts like schools, <laughs> uh, especially the, the bathrooms and stuff. And I think uh spirits in Japan, I think they can refer to as like yokai or yuri. It kind of covers a large span. I think you were talking about Totoro. Oh. Totoro could be classed as yokai because it's kind of a spirit. Anyway, I'm, I'm, we're getting off. I'm going off on a different tangent here. So 
she's she's this girl who appears in a bathroom stall and she has kind of a bob haircut Hang and on. red skirt and stuff. This this sounds familiar. This sounds like Moaning Myrtle. Yep, that's where the, that's this inspiration. From Harry Potter. That's one of the inspirations. Oh, it all comes back to Harry Potter in the end. Um, so she uh, apparently was a girl who committed suicide in the school bathroom. In other versions, she was a child who lived in uh, World War Two and was killed during the air raid. So depending on, but apparently it's really popular in old older schools in Japan. Oh. And apparently you go to the third floor of the school and knock on the door three times, and then she, if she's there, she opens. She says yes, and she says. I present and she goes yes I am Ooh. and then either hands come underneath the bath stall and drag you into the bath stall why is there not a film about this yet well there is there's loads of sort of anime and manga that are kind of like um, are inspired by this because it's like really popular over there but as you said Moaning Myrtle has yeah. been inspired but then other stuff that has been inspired of it could be connected to Bloody Mary mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of a crossover but looking at the other stuff is uh, as I said the other Marys that, um, oh, that we yeah, mentioned. Like, so Mary, uh, Mary, you know, Mary, Mary the first, first. Um, mm-hmm. was who put loads of Protestants to death mm-hmm. for heresy. Um, was nicknamed Bloody Mary. Now there's there's an argument about why she was called Bloody Mary because she didn't kill as many people as her dad Henry. Uh, oh, but so he was why the king. Yeah, but why isn't he called Bloody Henry? Because he was the king and he was you know he was supposed to do that in his killing. It was righteous, wasn't it? But her killing, no. I think a lot of people disagreed with her. Yeah, so she's known as uh, Bloody Mary, and apparently, I need to see that film, a, a, apparently, Bloody Mary is like, oh, she's going to get you, the, you know. Oh yeah. You're kind of mm-hmm. invoking her and stuff. But I don't believe in that. I don't believe that's where Bloody Mary came from. Because mm-hmm. why would they, the Queen, come out and get you? Wouldn't recant that three no, times in the mirror? Would not you? really. No. There was also another woman called Elizabeth Barfury, and she was known as Queen of Blood, and supposedly uh, uh, convic- was convicted of murdering hundreds of young girls that she mm. used to bathe in their blood. Oh. And that's where, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Hostel 2, I think it is. One of the opening scenes has a woman and a girl hanging upside down and she kind of cuts her up and bathes in blood. Yeah, no, I don't But again, that. I don't think that's one where of... Where it comes from. I mean, I could be wrong, but I uh, I think this one's, the last one is probably closer to it. Who's Mary Worth? So Mary Worth was a, a witch who was executed in the Salem, you know, kind of witch trials. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was also, apparently did loads of hideous other things. So she was a woman who um, lived in the 1860s, I think. Mm-hmm. And back then, uh, there was the thing called the Underground Railroad. Now, you know, loads of slaves used to escape the, uh, the Deep South mm-hmm. um, in Underground Railroads. They'd move around the country by oh, yeah. kind of uh, sneaking through people, um, kind of hiding in their houses and, mm-hmm. kind of, and stuff like that. It's a, a big, big kind of... There's tons of stories. We could spend tons of stories talking about that, but she was actually worse like the reverse version of that she used to actually bring slaves in illegally through uh, the north of America mm-hmm. down into the south and stuff oh dear and she used to trick them like trick them pretending that they were going to do work and stuff like that where they were free and mm-hmm. then kind of trick them into being slaves and stuff and there was rumours that she practised the dark arts and witches and stuff and she would like not only just sell slaves she would like torture them and do yeah, these kind horrible. of things and then loads of people apparently had turned a blind eye to do her evil doings because I don't know she kind of paid people off or whatever but eventually they they got sick of her evil doings and kind of uh, they lynched her and, and killed her on her own property they Ooh. hung her and stuff they, they said they hung her for being a witch but other people say it's because you know she was selling all these slaves and kind of doing weird stuff or whatever uh, uh, apparently other people claim that she was burned at the stake but depending on different stories. Maybe it was a whole, uh, like a combo, like a, a hanging and then, and, then a, and then a burn, yeah. 
Well, that's how just to make sure you know, which, isn't it? You hang them and then you. Burn. Well, you have to consecrate their bodies or something. Yeah. So apparently, she was then buried in the cemetery, but it, apparently, he wasn't allowed to bury uh, witches in sacred ground. So it's more likely she was buried on the property. So then, skip to a hundred years later, and there is a, a building, uh, like a house, is built onto the onto the site of where she was buried. Apparently. Oh no! Is this like the, the pet cemetery situation? <laughs> no, and at one oh, of the yeah. sites, one of the sites, they found a stone, like a capstone, and they removed it. And oh, then, but why? Why would you remove the stone? Yeah, and then they're saying that that the stone may have been Mary Worth's grave, grave, the place marker to keep her in. Oh, God. And then it was placed in the path of the house, and then creepy things started to happen to that house oh, that geez. they moved the stone from. For example, um, dishes would fly off the shelves <laughs> of the house, and then eventually the house burnt down. Oh no! Not once, but twice. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, they 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 burnt down the house. They built it again, yeah, and, and then they, they burnt, burnt it again. Yeah. Oh dear! Yeah. They didn't burn it. It just mysteriously burnt down. Oh no! So a lot of people say that that this was how um, Mary Worth, Bloody Mary, like escaped escaped into the world again. So people kind of. But she's just trapped there, probably. She can't, you know have a travel around well, I don't know how it works really well if you invoke her name but it said she was involved in witchcraft so what if you hit in England and then she's in America can you call her up and she'll come over <laughs> she called one of her other witches is there a Mary over there can you <laughs> do me a favour and do this a uh, little bit of a haunting in the girl's bathroom yeah. mirror and what if like two people call her at the same time She's got to decide. It's like, oh God, which one do I go to? And one person like, ah, that didn't work. And the other person's like, ah! <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, actually, there's um, a scientific explanation for this. For what? For the, the Bloody Mary thing. Oh, okay. So, apparently... It because it's just like the trick of the mind or the candlelight or something? Well, a lot, of, a lot of spells... There used to be loads of shows, in, especially in America and the, like, the UK and stuff, of travelling circuses and stuff. And they'd do all these magic tricks in, in circuses and mm-hmm. fairs and whatever. And that people would be like terrified and stuff, but it's all about lighting and about the mind tricking. So, like, have you ever seen those puzzles? There's loads of them on Facebook and you know the internet where you, it's like a circle with loads of white dots, and it oh. says find the black dot, and you see it moving around, but you can't find it because your eyes are kind of constantly yeah, looking for yeah. it. But it's not; it's just the negative space. Yeah, it's tricking the mind to see a dark space, but every time you look at that dark space, it moves it around goes, yeah, and yeah. it tricks the eyes. So it's like an, an illusion. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that, that people used to be able to set up mirrors and stuff. And you know, tr- and tricky. But uh, a lot of other scientists saying that staring into a mirror in a dimly lit, r- lit room for prolonged periods can cause you to hallucinate anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you stare at a fire for a bit, people can yeah, see shapes yeah. and stuff in the fire. So facial features start to melt and uh, kind of like distort. There's a weird, again, there's a weird kind of video you can watch of like celebrities' faces. And if you stare at the middle of the screen, uh, they flick through the celebrities' faces and they look normal. Mm-hmm. They look like, oh, there's Michael Fassbender. There's Angelina Jolie. There's stuff. If you just no, stare, no, they're melting. No, but then if you look at the images, yeah. the images have all been distorted. Their ah. eyes are too big and their mouths, it's, your brain automatically puts yeah, them into Yeah, I see what you mean. So your, ba- your brain plays a lot of tricks. Anyway, there was a university uh, thing that kind of uh, wrote about this phenomenon. And they called it the strange face illusion that is believed to be a consequent of disassociative identity effect, which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire and, uh, in a currently unidentified way. Um, so you kind of like, basically you see things. You think you see yeah, things. Yeah, but like, there's a there's a line, fine line between, oh, you're seeing things and, oh, what you saw was real. 
But oh, if no one else saw it, were you seeing things? Yeah, exactly. Or if someone else doesn't see it, is it that you're seeing things? Or is it is it just your mind? Or is it this, uh, the other explanation for this is hypnosis? Hypnosis exists not how people think. You know, well, like, how I'm they... going to hypnotize you to take over the world, and you'll be blamed for it, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> how do they um, do that thing where they make people like? Um... You know when they have these stage shows and they have like yeah, chick- they, they tell them to be chicken. They have actors in the audience. Are you sure? Yeah, but there is a, there is a, a, a form of mar- nobody can be hypnotized that doesn't want to be hypnotized. Oh, so is it just the impressionable? Yeah, so, so oh, you okay. can be tricked. It's like um, confidence men can trick you into your money and give them the money just by you thinking it's your idea. Oh, I don't like that. So the same thing can be done with hip, hip, hypnosis. So it's like uh, you want to give up smoking, you get hypnotised. You actually want to give up smoking. That's the reason you've gone to the hypnotist oh, in the first place. So. They're giving you the confidence, the power to do it. Yeah. And I believe that works to a certain degree. You can it's kind just of, to give you that boost, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. So that people say that this the trick in the mirror is that you want to see something in the mirror. You're chanting. You're what? staring in Why a hypnotic. Hip, hip, yeah, you're hypnotic state, staring mm. into the mirror. <laughs> Okay, so this is where something went really weird, just. We were recording the show, we started talking about personal experience, and then, boom, it just stopped recording and the computer freaked out. And it started going really weird. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> so that's, that's the first time we've done that. We've talked about like so many, it. we've talked about 17 different kind of myths. This is freaking me out. Yeah, it, it, it is freaking out a little bit. I don't like it. So it's slightly weird. So we were talking about... I'm not talking about it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it now. So yeah, so we were talking about personal. No, actually, experience. screw you, about, ghost. Yeah, about, I mean, yeah. So you put yourself in a, your own sort of hy- yeah, hypnotic yeah, yeah, state, yeah. anyway. So we're not going to talk about personal experiences because apparently that's going to mess know. mess up the computer. Yeah. But I, I will talk about one. Uh, so I remember going away on a, a school trip. There was a bunch of kids on the the coach, and they started rubbing their eyes on the, the head. Like there, go stare into my eyes, stare into my eyes, and stuff like that. Yeah. And they rub the like the, the the temple and stuff. And then you close your eyes and then open them, and then you would see the other person with red eyes on really? on the coach. Yeah, and I remember never done that one. I remember a, a doing it. I was like, what the hell just happened? That was really weird. People would go, huh? It's because you rubbed your temple, and all the blood uh, blood rushes rushes through your eyes, and that's why you see red. So that doesn't really make sense, does it? Anyway, I so. I have a personal experience. We did do the Bloody Mary thing, but not into a mirror. We just did it in the dark, like in the drama room, because they had loads of big curtains. How would that work? Oh, I don't know. We were like 13 or whatever. And there was like big curtains and stuff. And we said it like three times. And then my friend got really freaked out. And then she she pushed a whiteboard on my head and it hit me in the eye. And then it was really bad. Was her name Mary? No. (laughs) But like she got freaked out because something around the corner like fell over or something. But I don't know. That that might just been well, something that, apparently. Out. Apparently, it depend- did really hurt though. The, uh, hey, you never did it again. Um, I think we did it like on sleepovers and stuff. But I don't think we ever like said the you know the third. One. So, so mum used to say that when she was at school, she used to do like levitating stuff it's all the like, time. I think it's just but, a trick there. I no. think it's just a trick. We probably should get mum on the show actually. But yeah. um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so apparently, depending on what mirror you use, if it has a silver back or a um, a glass uh, back on it, uh, you apparently see a masculine or feminine face depending on which one you use. Okay. But so I think we probably should start talking about the uh, the Possibly. origin of uh, the myth. So there's loads of different versions of it, and it's kind of Yes. It, is, is it Mary Worth? Is it Mary, you know, kind of 
at first, mm-hmm. or is it? Or is it a above weird Mary, movie? who's kind of influencing people? Or is Looking loads... up the stairs backwards with an IRS situation. Yeah, yeah. Or is it just kind of a fortune telling kind of thing? Which is probably hard to do, isn't it? With yeah. But uh, actually, so, talking about that, a lot of there's a lot of you know those old postcards you used to get like of cheeky kind of things going on. There's a lot of um, <laughs> cheeky things going. You know, on. you go to the beach and you see like a naughty cartoon of a, a man and a what? woman and no. there's like some weird sexually innuendo joke like, no. look at these melons George and then like, oh what a lovely pair of melons and it's and he gets slapped and it's actually a woman holding a pair of melons oh I see yeah, yeah. But, and, but before that the Victorians <laughs> used to have postcards similar to that and stuff yeah. but like obviously a lot, a lot less crude imagery mm-hmm. but there was a postcard about the, the woman trying to find out her husband and she's seeing in the mirror the husband that she's wants and she's smiling mm. And she's like, oh, look, I can see the husband I'm going to marry. But then on the wall, cast on the wall, is the shadow of a witch. Oh. So it's implying that there's something sinister oh, no. there as well. So anyway, so enough about, <laughs> about, about the stuff. Yes. So this is the part where we go from myth <laughs> to movie. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. And that's not even the music, is it? What's like, that? Yeah. That's anyway, so there's loads of different films. Uh, about Mary, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, there's a couple of ones. Uh, there's a lot of short films actually, and we might have to do a short kind of episode on a lot of shorts, shorts. <laughs> but the first one we'll go on to is Urban Legend, or as I wrote down here, Urban Legend. <laughs> so Urban Legend Free. Now um, the Urban Legend films, which were the first one, was, was it the Jared Leto one in the first one? Was he in the first one, Jared Leto? Was it the one where they're in the sorority house? Was that a different one? Yeah, well, uh, Rebecca Rebecca Gayhart was in um, both of them. But then one of the ones is that there's an axeman in the back of a car. Yeah, yeah. So the, f- the first one. the first film was a film that was uh, based. I think it was someone at university. Alicia Witt, I think, was in the first one. The one um, with the red hair. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, yeah, Jared Lowe, they were collecting like urban legends. So mm-hmm. it's the the guy flashing the lights, trying to chase after. <gasps> oh no! Like, Does like it? That. No. Oh no! It's trying to kill me. And then he's trying to warn the person that there's a guy in the, in the back of the car. Oh my god! But then in that film, someone gets killed. As a it, it was around the time that Scream got really popular, wasn't it? Kind oh, of, I love that. Because the success of Scream and Wes Craven and stuff. And then they did. They had their this. So someone was killing people in ways of urban legend. So the the noise on top of the car oh, was the hanging, was the yeah, hanging yeah. kid and stuff. Were, and it was, I think it was rel- relatively successful, yeah, the yeah. film was. Um, but then they made a sequel to it and it wasn't as popular. I haven't seen that one. It, was, it was, wasn't that great. It wasn't bad, it was just sort of mediocre. Anyway, we cut to 2005, which was the release of Urban Legend 3 Bloody Mary. which And it was directed by Mary Lambert. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and it stars uh, Robert Vito, Mary. Uh, Tina Linford, mm-hmm. and the only person I really know from this is Kate Mara, uh, who's been. She was in that terrible Fan Four Stick movie, and oh yeah, yeah as invisible. Anyway, she's she's gone on to better things since this film. But this was direct to video back then <laughs> uh, in two thousand five, or directed at DVD, and it follows uh, the high school students who inadvertently unleash. The long led uh, dead spirits of, uh, of of a woman murdered, um, and one by one, was the name Mary. Kills him. So in this one, so the first two films had the urban legends with Hookman and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but it turned out they wasn't supernatural. It was just somebody killing people. Yeah, 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 yeah. In this one, this is the first one that goes supernatural. So I thought it would have been better that you found out that it wasn't 
supernaturally someone just murdering them but mm-hmm. apparently it doesn't turn out to be that I oh, have no. so so in this one they have someone in 1960 1969 um three high school um, footballers uh, try to drug and kidnap their prom dates oh god yeah. so it's, it's like 13 reasons why all over again mm-hmm. and uh, it works and two uh, works on two of the girls but the third mary uh, escapes and then the the football captains chase her down and and kill uh, thinking they kill her because uh, they can't wake her up and stuff and they can't hear a heartbeat so they lock her in a, a, a bunk an old trunk and kind of kill her oh my whatever. god and then she comes back when they invoke it and then one by one slash a film yeah I can understand why she came back and was a bit angry now people said uh, the review on this is quite bad on, 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 on the rotten tomatoes and all that stuff hmm. saying that it's got gems of idea and little you know sort of glimpses of good acting mm-hmm. but it's just a mess and, and and this is why this was the third and final installment yeah. of Urban Legends. I think they should probably bring back I Urban do, Legends. Yeah, oh. I, it's a good um, concept, really, isn't it? Or maybe make it a TV series. Yeah, that would be good. What you do in Urban Legends episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I suppose would... Supernatural did that though already, didn't it? For really. What? Supernatural, the boys. Ugh. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. So moving on to 2006. So a film actually came out just called Bloody Mary. Mm. Um, this was a film written and directed by Richard Valentine, or Valentine, depending on, and starring Jason Simmons um, <laughs> and uh, a couple of other people. Anyway, it, it, it received a negative <laughs> oh, no. review straight away. The film is about a bunch of nurses at a psychiatric hospital daring a fellow nurse to go into a hospital's basement and play the game, um, the mirror game, as they call it. Um, and then she releases a ventral spirit and is snatched away. Anyway, somebody on joeblow.com rated this a 1.5. A 1.5 um, out of, you know, is it uh, out of 5? Out of 4, apparently. Oh, so that's, it's, not that's not bad. So it's fun to watch once, but once. 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 Fun to watch once, but um, not a film you would recommend to anybody. Oh, God. And well, if somebody... it's fun to watch once, once then, you know, once. it's worth once. it then. Uh, and then other people said similar, similar to the last film. There's nuggets of what might have been something worth watching in all of this book. Yeah, but with any film, like, you kind of, you know, you're not going to expect something, you know, top quality. Well, but I think you just we're, like it we're for currently, what it is. We're currently looking at the cover of Yeah, of, of I mean, you can tell yeah, from let's, the let's, cover. Let's, let's explain it's what this cover looks be, like. You know. It's a hand mirror <laughs> that's smashed and a hand's coming out, but the smash is on top of the hand. Yeah, that's weird. So it doesn't make, doesn't make, make sense. sense. No, I think it's just showing that the, the hand is coming oh, out. Oh, and there's two the crosses smash. in the O's of bloody. that's scary but you know what to expect from that cover really okay so we'll move on to 2011 okay yeah and oh god paranormal activity 3 no I don't like it I don't like any of them even though they are a load of rubbish well they're not really a load of rubbish they're they're marketing they're genius marketing yeah the first one is is good the first one but they are really scary yeah but you heard about the first one the first one they made it and they couldn't get the studios to release it Mm-hmm. So they did a market. They spent the money on the marketing campaign, saying this movie is so scary that no cinema will share it. Oh Get God. your cinema to sh- show this movie, and they got people to actually um, kind of like uh, request it, kind mm-hmm. of asking for it and stuff. And eventually, uh, the you know the first one was popular, made so much. It's really cheap to make, and it made so much money. The mm-hmm. second one, which was like closely, like timeline. They were all wise, like connected. No, timeline lines. The first, the first and second are like right next to each other, aren't they? Oh, okay. 
And then the third one's actually a prequel, and it's mm-hmm. about the girls when they were younger. Yeah, yeah. And so this was directed by uh, Henry Juice and um, Ariel Shulman. And as I said, it's the third one, but it's chronologically the first one because it's the prequel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it was released around sort of Halloween in uh, 2011. So any horror movie released around Halloween is going to like make lots of lots of money. Anyway, the film broke financial records upon release, setting a new record for midnight openings for a horror film. And it made eight million dollars, I think, um, on that the opening night. Mm. And I think it, I think it was up against like one of the Harry Potter films, and it's still did really well what so really is it because it came out at Halloween or something yeah I think so yeah and um, it's quite well I, I actually like this one it felt like there was more of a film to it like the others felt like it was a gimmick oh you know no but the others you felt like a gimmick it just, you know it felt like yeah. it was just a camera I remember the first one being quite boring until something actually happened and then the second one was kind of like a little bit more interesting and uh, I always remember being in the cinema with you and my, my brother <laughs> oh my god! Any points? <laughs> and then somebody comes on screen. And he was like, <gasps> and pointing to the screen. So the thing about the, it is, it's not like it's hard to describe. It's not what's there. It's what you imagine to be there. So it's sort of it plays on your mind. Yeah, it's a lot tension, of it's the tension just, building and stuff. Like right? the, they they have like cameras in the bedroom, and she's just standing there for hours and hours, and you're like, what the hell's going on? It's a lot of things that you can't see, isn't it? I think that's the best thing about horror, is what isn't there mm-hmm. so and, so what? yeah it's no i mean it's 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 uh, it's the don't show the monster basically basically yeah, that's that's from. the rule rule isn't it really the golden rule it's like that awful um that that boogeyman movie that really the, the recent boogeyman. one boogeyman that movie and they made the, the, boogeyman the, big, movie the cgi came out like 20 20 years ago no that cgi boogeyman movie why do i keep saying boogeyman like that the bye-bye man the probably I don't know, but they made him all CGI. The Slenderman. Scary? No, it was it was the Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. It was like t- t- fifteen years ago. No, because I watched it with you. Like when we. That was like. I haven't known you for that long. A ten, over ten years. Yeah, I mean. but it's not twenty years old then, is it? Okay, ten years old then. So anyway, we get. But yeah, so, that was terrible. So anyway, they, they CGI the, the hell out of it, didn't they? The reason that with this, yeah, because this they use a lot of like they don't use CGI too much on this, but this is about. The reason it's connected to the to the Mary thing is um, the mirror bit. There's well, it's, it's set in in 1988 because the girls are younger, and they've got an imag- imaginary friend, which is Toby. Oh God! Um, which wasn't a Toby the imaginary friend in? I don't know, but it's scary. Uh, no, Shining. Oh Jesus! Isn't I don't know. Is Toby in that? Or was that? I don't to- know. I don't, I don't... Anyway, so they the the kids get left alone with a babysitter, and they end up filming a camera into the mirror and doing the ritual there and then stuff starts to happen mm-hmm. and then somebody mentions it and nobody he mentions it and nobody listens to it and then it turns out to be some connected to some cult or whatever yeah. like that. but it's, the main focus is about the ritual in, in, in the mirror and it's mm-hmm. quite a scary scene one of the big things about this film is when the trailer was released they showed a burning house and they showed the ritual in the mirror and there was loads of people yeah. there and stuff like that and then when, when people went to the cinema there was no burning house in the in the, in the Thing or if there was one. Anyway, the trailer, I think it was like 60% wasn't the same in the film. Yeah. There was yeah. loads of scenes and stuff. And there's loads of stuff films that before that's had like one scene change. Like I remember Predators. You remember the, pre- the film Predators with oh, yeah. Adrian Brody? And he walks out and he's got his hands up and then loads of red dots appear on his chest. Oh, like yeah, there's millions yeah, of Predators. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, when you watch the trailer for that, you were like, yeah, we're going to get loads of Predators. Yeah. And then like in the film, it's like two. 
Or in Avengers when the Hulk's running with them. Yeah, exactly. Like small things like that. And then it's like, oh no, it's not. So you apparently you you know that's not false advertising because it's like one sex scene changed or whatever like that. But when the film Drive came out, this is a bit of a weird segue. But when the film Drive came out, they showed the trailer and they showed the opening segment of Ryan Gosling doing all those car moves like kind of going around the corners and stuff like that. And people apparently some people saw that and went, wow, this is like. A Fast realistic and Fast and the Furious. <laughs> a uh, realistic? Yeah, a realistic. Yeah. <laughs> so they went to the cinema, and one woman went to the cinema, watched it, and went, this isn't what I wanted. I wanted cars and petrol heads and muscle men oh. and stuff. And she sued the, the film company, really? saying it was false advertising. So when this film came out, and there was at 60% or, you know, footage that wasn't in the trailer and stuff they had people trying to sue them and stuff really um, yeah, you're really going to make a yeah. big fuss out of that yeah but I mean it is kind uh, of false false advertising isn't it but do you remember who when has it, the energy to then like yeah, but do, you remember do anything when, about I, it I remember as a kid watching trailers and the trailer would be like what would they probably call a teaser these days but it was it didn't even show anything from the film you'd like see or it, just show the actors faces no or like there would be like Say, like, if, if it was the Turtles movie, yeah. you'd see a car drive there, and then you'd see a hubcap move, and then loads of shadows yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I know that scene isn't going to be in the film. Yeah, yeah. This is just trying to get me to kind of, oh, what's this about? And kind of stuff like that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's, it wasn't, it was almost like a mini movie to advertise the movie. Mm-hmm. But I suppose if it's, at least it didn't spoil it. I think they should do I mean, like most I of the trailers that I see, back. like Terminator 3, yeah. uh, Terminator 4 or whatever it was called, Salvation, well, and they spoiled the biggest twist in in the trailer. They should, yeah, that's bad. But I think they should go back to that sort of trailer making where it, it is like a mini movie that it hasn't got so much stuff from yeah, the film. Like it's, a lot of it is given away. Just just get me in, uh, interested enough to want to go and see the film, yeah. but don't give anything away. Like like, in like, that oh, term- oh, it's, it's a cop film. Or, or well, In that Terminator trailer, it's like, Spoilers, anyway. Um, like, Spoiler boom, it's like, boom, Sarah Connor's in it. And then, boom, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. It's like, if those two things, if they just kept them out of the trailer. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking, not even talking, I about, talking about, about that one. I'm talking about Terminator Salvation, where oh. they revealed that one of the characters is oh, a, was a robot. robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the film, oh, it's, like a terrible. major, it's a major twist. And I, you're like, yeah, yeah. I already knew it's this when you came really. into it. So. But the other one, you know... If they yeah, were, like characters, if they characters turn up, and you're like, I already because knew you were going to turn up. Like, oh well, that's no, oh, I didn't know that. Or you could, you would have been rumoured they were. Well, like I hope. But, well, I, I, well, I didn't. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to spoil a lot of other films then. Like, is it, just another, say spoiler. But spoiler alert: there's a, this, the latest Star Wars film, regardless of what you think of it. Um, I like it. There's a there's a scene. There's a character turns up, and I we saw it on the first weekend or the first day it came out. Oh, yeah. So I hadn't heard anything. Mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard any rumours and stuff like that and I went to see it and I was like oh that character's in this and I wasn't expecting that character to be which in which one? who? would you want me to spoil it for people? What, the seen very it, last so. film? yes for the very last Rise of Skywalker there's a character what, like Han Solo? yes oh I had yeah no... but you were going to know that it's going to be ghost Han Solo no I didn't know that, that he was going to return they all turn up as ghosts don't they no but Hans, uh, Harrison Ford hates Star Wars and he yeah, but he doesn't said he... hate it that much he's been he's come back and anyway, been in it anyway we, we're going off we're going off on a tangent he probably likes it to some degree so we're moving on to the last film on this list now this isn't what you'd possibly think is a connection to the Mary, Bloody Mary thing but it is Night Night 2's Candyman <laughs> It's freaking me out. Yeah, so oh, so that's where you got five times from. Look at the tagline on it. 
Oh, that's why. So the tagline for yeah. Candyman was, we dare you to say his name five I times. I thought something was yeah. five times. So Candyman um, was obviously, uh, it's inspired by several different myths. So it's inspired by the Hookman myth, which he talked about in Urban Legends, just, mm-hmm. and uh, Bloody Mary kind of come together. So this was released in 1992, and it was directed by Bernard Rose, and it starred um, Virginia Ma- um, Madsen, Tony Todd, the excellent Tony Todd, uh, Xander Berkeley, um, Vanessa Williams, and uh, you know, a couple of other people. Um, and it was originally based on the short story by the by Clive Barker, the famous Clive Barker. And that was originally a story that was written about Liverpool and about the working class and about the kind of uh, unfortunate in in Liverpool, living in sort of the rundown council estates and kind of mm-hmm. you know kind of. And, and you know, Clive Barker did all those other creepy horror stuff like that, but. Uh, they decided to twist the story and kind of twist it to be set in in Chicago, and which is weird because that's where Mary Worth Chicago Mary Worth was executed apparently as well. Oh yeah, in Chicago. But anyway, so it's set in the uh, sort of the the rundown area of Chicago, which apparently was a real neighborhood. I can't remember the name of the neighborhood now. Um, anyway, it's a real neighborhood in 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 Chicago, but it doesn't exist anymore. They've pulled it down and knocked it down, hmm. but it was set there, and it, it's basically. They decided to change because in the book it's a, a white character, but they tried to change it. They changed it to a black, black character in Dennis, and he gets a white woman pregnant, and then he gets chased because by racist and stuff because he's had a relationship with a white woman, and mm. then they, he gets chased and he gets trapped in a in what do you call it with bees, and he gets stung to death basically. Trapped murdered. where with bees? But this, what's it called? It is an apiary. What? How did he get there? Well, he gets chased by the. And he jumps over a fence. I can't. It's been a while oh. since I've seen the film. Well, and he gets killed by the bees. And he gets stung to death. So that's why he has bees coming out of his mouth oh, and stuff no. like that. But then there's like uh, there's loads of kind of subplots. Like there's the mirror and there's tunnels in the mirror and stuff, isn't there? And then that one. And, and in the film, um, as I said, it was originally set in Liverpool in the original story. There's a big bonfire scene. I don't know if you remember that, where there's a baby that gets kind of like kidnapped and used as bait. And it's on fire and stuff. What, the baby's on fire? No, the baby gets used as bait to bring out. But is yeah. the baby okay? The baby's okay, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, yeah. can't, do, I can't deal with babies getting but burnt in the bonfire. The bonfire is just, why is there a bonfire in, in this? And obviously in the original story, it's written around Guy Fawkes Night. Oh, my Which baby. is bonfire nights where American listeners, it was just about Guy Fawkes, you know. Basically, he tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament. Yeah, and then... But before he did, they found him out, and then they burned him, and And then then every year we celebrate... we celebrate uh, the government burning a a bloke. Basically, he was a terrorist. And we set off fireworks, and we we burn a big bonfire, and we make a Guy Fawkes, and we burn him, and we watch as the flames lick the... Bonfire. Terrace. Yeah, it's great. Although, uh, over the years, over and the years, no, but have you noticed? Food and... Over the years, though, the effigy of Guy Fawkes has slowly been removed from Bonfire Night. Why? I don't so like that. Anyway, is. so the, so the bonfire in this film, it just seems slightly out of place because uh, obviously Americans don't yeah, celebrate that, so it just seems slightly weird. But I, I remember thinking that as a kid. They but still this... have bonfires in America, though, don't they? Yeah, but for I mean, stuff. yeah, but it's just like, why are they having a bonfire? There's no <laughs> explanation for it. Do you need a reason? Anyway. Just some, you know, nice flyer. So this was released nice. in 1992, again around October, so Halloween filmed, like, success. I think it got $25 million in the US, and mm. then uh, it, it pulled in so much money. And it's been uh, classed as... Uh, what is it called, Candyman? Well, in the original book, uh, he was supposed to, as I said, he was a white guy, and he had yellow skin with a red beard, so he's supposed to have sort of a candy... But I don't know if it's the hook, is it? I, I can't remember why he's called Candyman, actually. Mm. Anyway... 
this was a uh, successful one. I think it's on in the top 100 movies of like horror horror films. Mm. It's like really good, and it's like as I said, based on Clive Barker and stuff. But sadly, it made two um, sequels. two sequels that wasn't. Uh, that's it. So the second one was second one was Farewell to the Flesh that was directed by Bill Condon. Uh, it had again um, Tony Todd re- uh, returned, but the, this one had former slaves rise, um, uh, him uh, rise up, and uh, New Orleans uh, former slaves rise up again to walk the streets of New Orleans and stuff. And it wasn't, mm. it didn't seem to have the passion and no. kind of the, the flame of the first one. And then the third one, which was Day of the Dead, which was released in '99, again Tony Todd returns. But Baywatch, uh, Baywatch, um, Baywatch, Baywatch. Why are you talking like that today? Um, <laughs> Baywatch. <laughs> Tony Todd and Baywatch uh, oh, actor uh, Donna Dierico returned returned for this, and it was, yeah, it it wasn't very good. Um, but they are rebooting it again. Oh really? And I say it's a reboot because it's apparently a sequel. Is the main guy going to so be in it? Tony Todd apparently is returning now. Oh cool. Because. Tony Todd is so great as that character, and he was told not to take it because they said that he wouldn't be able to shake. It's so he'd, he'd be typecast at it. But no. like, do you remember in was it Final Destination when he turns <gasps> up? Oh yeah, and he's like telling them how about he's deaf oh, basically. No, I, don't like that. But he's in, I think he's in all three. Well, he's in the first three anyway. Mm-hmm. In some form, he's like the voice on the roller coaster. He's like the, the mortuary one. man in one yeah, of them. Yeah, in the first one. No. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, but apparently he's returning, but um. Yaha Abdul Mateen the second is playing the grown-up um, character of Anthony McCoy, which is the baby that's kidnapped oh, in the really? first one. So he's going to be grown up, and it's going to be still set in Chicago, but obviously the um, the high-rises buildings that it's set in that whole neighborhood's been knocked down, and it's about. Does he remember the bonfire then? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing so. Do you reckon? How yeah. old was he? How old? Well, uh, tiny baby. Was it 1992? No, I so. mean, like, was he a tiny yeah, baby? Yeah, tiny baby. So I won't, won't remember. No, but uh, I'm guessing uh, you're probably because the first one was uh, a lot about race remember. relations and stuff like that. So in the current climate um, that we're in, it's probably quite apt that's coming back back mm-hmm. out and they're kind of using it and stuff. But yeah, so but I don't know. We don't know when that's going to be released. Cause it's supposed to be released this year, but because of so COVID, on. is it actually called Candyman 2020? It's just called Candyman. Okay, <laughs> Candyman 2020. Yeah, but you know a lot of films this year that have probably been made. Yeah. Uh, is any of them called 2020 that haven't been released this year? Well, they have to rename them 2021. Well, do you know that going back to that, if we ever do a Dracula episode, there Mike was like Dracula. There was that film Dracula that was yeah. released. It was called Dracula 2000, 2000 in America, and when it was released over here, they called it Dracula 2001. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, so they do change it. Oh, that's all right. That was terrible. That's Gerard Butler as Dracula. So. I'd never seen that one. That's that terrible. Fantastic. Virgin Megastores um, sponsored, well, paid for the film, Did and they? Virgin Megastores are in it all the way through. Oh and at no! The end, at the end, um, spoilers. Oh, he's hung upside down in front of a Virgin Megastores. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, just a couple of things to mention. Uh, more things to mention about the film. The film score was composed by Philip Glass, the world famous Philip Glass, and apparently he was a bit. Uh, apprehensive about doing it because he, he, first he heard it was Clive Barker's story and he was like oh this is going to be a, gr- a great sort of horror like kind of classic horror and then he saw it and was like oh you just turned it into a slasher movie Ugh. Um. and then apparently then it became really successful and loads of people were like oh this is quite this is this is a great modern classic mm-hmm. and apparently because it became a classic it's, he still makes money 
from that film because oh, he's like apparently got royalties to it. It's like ka-ching, ka-ching. So you only like it because and he, oh, he's, he doubted yeah. it. Oh, um, he also did the the sound for the second one. Um, yeah, uh, mm. the flesh one. What was the second one called again? Something of the flesh. Um, farewell to the flesh. Uh, he also scored that one, but he didn't do the first. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Tony Todd, um, obviously in the film, was, this is sort of before CGI kind of took over. Mm-hmm. Ha- obviously, had to have all those bees. Yeah, it's like yeah. He opens his chest, doesn't he? His bees oh and stuff there. And he was actually stung twenty-three times during filming. Oh. For the over the over the space of the the three movies, and apparently he ne- negotiated a bonus. For every time he was stung, he would get one thousand dollars. No, plus <laughs> so he got twenty three thousand dollars. Yeah, ex- for just extra. Stung my bees. <laughs> yeah, extra. And apparently, um, I read somewhere uh, somewhere else. Apparently, they actually bred the bees specifically for the film because they had to make them look like they were mature bees, yeah. but their sting couldn't be because the sting uh, wasn't mature. So they, were, they, I think, they were like only twelve hours old or something oh, like okay. that when they were in the film. So they looked like real. Like adult bees, but they, the sting wouldn't do anything when it was stung. Mm-hmm. Still, you're getting kind of stung. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So okay. So that's that. That was it for um, Candyman and and the rest of the films and stuff. So we're going to do some special mentions for TV shows because mm-hmm. we've always got to mention one TV show. Mm-hmm. So one TV show is Supernatural. Mm. I mean, <laughs> well, Supernatural has been on for like what, fifteen like years, thousand years, <laughs> fifteen. So years. they've probably covered everything by now. So I'd be surprised if there's something they haven't covered. Well, in the first, the first series, the first couple of series, it did seem to be that they'd do the classics, like mm-hmm. they'd do like a Hookman story and kind of stuff. And and in the first series, they did a Bloody Mary one, and it involved the ghost who attacks people looking into the mirror, who obviously did the ritual and stuff like that. But then eventually, you find out. The vengeful spirits like corrupting people and stuff, and and then killing boyfriends and stuff. It was just a sort of a classic kind of okay. monster of the week episode mm-hmm. of uh, Supernatural, which I think was one of the reasons that made the show kind of great. But they kind of kind of lost that slowly as they went yeah, on. Yeah, they they kind of needed those to break break things up, didn't they? Especially as like there's so many episodes per season. It's like it's like. Mm-hmm. So it becomes well, like, it's like 20, 25 it? episodes. I think that's why a lot, a lot so of TV, a lot of TV shows go down to just 10, 10 episodes now. Ten's it? just ten's um, fine. Ghost Whisperer again, kind of did loads of classic ones. Oh, I love ones. that. <laughs> it's not, oh no, it's not great, I don't so. care. I love that. What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, I love. Um, and an episode. Don't try this at home. It involves the legend and stuff. But it again, seem to have a nice ending. Like, ooh, it's like one of those solved a bit daytime of a TV stuff. Yeah, like, that's why I liked it. it. Just like it's not like great. It felt like a, It felt like the the poor man's medium. That's really cruel. I think you know, medium wasn't that great. No, but he felt more mature. It felt like someone crafted it a little bit more. No, I've Al- to was watch it Alison Dubois or whatever? Yeah, I think I've preferred. To which watch was based it. on Alison. Is it based yeah, that on real Alice? person? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Charmed, obviously. Oh God, I love Charmed. Um, the episode chick flick hasn't that where's the next series I've been waiting for this no it's on it's like already it, out we, we it wasn't like it. appetised or anything no was it because it's rubbish <laughs> it was kind of it's, it's, it's just the same story from like it. 20 years ago I liked it though like I don't know the first series was terrible to be honest the original one with uh, Shannon Doherty and and all those in my memory it looks good no I, I, I enjoyed them watching them at the time but they're they're it's terrible. It's like if you compare that to like great TV, like uh, to be honest, like, like I, I don't know, like I enjoy terrible, like a no, lot. <laughs> no, you, yeah, but you can enjoy terrible. 
um, we wouldn't be doing this podcast if we didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> but but you can you can you can say that it's not good if you watch a, a like if you watch a, a great film and you're like okay that's got like great sc- like okay so let's look at a monster film Jaws. Uh, directed by Spielberg and stuff, and it's scripted, so. and it's one of the, you know it's one of the greats. Don't you think a lot of things in Jaws was done by accident? Yeah, totally. Because that makes yeah, it good. Bruce and it's like, oh, I thought of that because yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah, but yeah. It was so an maybe accident. maybe it was just a happy coincidence, or like, what the, stuff the came fact together. That they couldn't make yeah, like, like a yeah, big but, and shot. also other films, you know, when an actor just pulls it out of his you know um, backside and kind of just makes it because they were having a bad week no but he just he just he just makes it purely on his performance, and a, a, a standard yeah, film is terrible. Uh, becomes great because of someone one like performance like one what? person's performance like someone's like real emotional kind of on a terror for, like, like a joker a, yeah like like uh, I like um yeah probably imagine if they got so joker yeah so so uh, what's his name got... todd uh, todd phillips mm. um his films are really depressive and kind of like well, they always have like a really bitter uh, core to them yeah. And I feel I think that works for Joker because it had that to it. But if that didn't have whacking Phoenix, for example, imagine if they had the Val- Jim Carrey. No, they had Jim Carrey, or they had like the Val Kilmer style acting in Batman Forever. They got Tommy Lee Jones to be. Um... <laughs> See that would have like that would have transformed the film into something completely different. Yeah, so it was whacking Phoenix. Um, I think saved that film. He won that. He won. He was the film basically. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? it was his. Yeah. Like the famous dance scene in the bathroom is apparently um, mm-hmm. was completely ad libbed in the script. He just said he dances and he, he kind of mm-hmm. did all that thing. So yeah, so that's that's a great um, example of an actor kind of yeah. uh, lifting a film. But yeah, I can't. I, I can't. Yeah, so, uh, so we we en- we enjoy rubbish TV it's sometimes. It's like X Files. Like people are crazy about X Files, but the acting is very very sketchy, isn't it? Yeah. X-Files? So talking of X Files, there was an episode of. Uh, oh, is there? Of Bloody Mary in that oh, one. Cool. But, um, I can never pronounce the episode of that one. Does, Sizzy. Ma- does Mulder go up to the mirror and say it three I, times? I think they, there's a glimpse. Of the I'm going to prove this exists. <laughs> okay, so I think we've done enough uh, TV and film. So this is the part of the show where we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we say, "Do you believe?" <laughs> okay, so do you believe in the myth? Um, I kind of half believe in it and half don't believe in it. I, I think like I don't know. I think spirits exist, but it kind of scares me too much to believe in it fully, because like now when I go somewhere else, something will fall over and it will scare me, and then I'll remember the bloody <laughs> Mary. Or if the light goes out, like it's not just bad worrying. It's um yeah. No, I think I, I, I think I th- there's I th- elements th- of it that are I true. I think the joy of the joy of this thing is the believing in this is the fact that you want to feel scared. I think that's why it's so popular with kids and teenagers <gasps> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, d- totally. Yeah, yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's the same reason with Ouija boards. If we did an episode on Ouija boards, we oh could my God, be yeah. here. What's that terrible half past dead? Um, What's that? <laughs> it's a terrible British film where they do a Ouija board. And, um, I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to do an episode on that one. But yeah, but I think I, it's. I, do I mean, that's of... why it's popular with teenagers and stuff because there's a sense of, ooh, it's creepy, it's spooky, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And. Um, and it's 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 kind of like that story we were talking about earlier. You were talking about the Johnny Where's My Liver. Oh my God! Um, yeah, and it's just a spooky Johnny, story that. You, I'm on it, it's um, a spooky story that you tell with each other, and uh, I think I, I obviously don't believe in the myth, but I kind of believe in the magic surrounding it, and I think a lot of a lot of stuff can be created just by people kind of gathering together and believing in in kind of 
creating that scary environment themselves. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And in, in adult, it's like an adolescent sort of thing as well. That yeah. it's really like... And also, I think, what was it, when we had Dustin on the show and he was saying mm-hmm. about you, when you're a kid, you believe in everything. When you're older, you kind of... If you admit to this magic not existing, mm-hmm. you've kind of real, you've finally grown up. And I think that's why that's, I think that's why this sad, is really popular with adolescents and kind of people leaving yeah. uh, you know high school and kind of getting older. It's almost like this is uh, sort of one foot into adulthood and one foot kind of leaving childish games behind. And it's kind of yeah. I think it's all about like maybe daring. I, <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's all about daring as well. Like when we used to do it, it was like a dare and. It's like proving yeah. proving yourself. Truthful like, devil, can like, you do cause... this? Have you, you know, are you like too scared to do it, or are you chicken? Yeah. But yeah, no uh, way. It, calls it, me yeah. chicken. I don't believe in it. Like, believe in it. Like, if I went upstairs now, oh my god, I wouldn't though. If, <laughs> <laughs> if I went upstairs now and I said whatever in the mirror, I, I wouldn't though. But I'll, if I did, I don't think anything would happen. But then in my mind, uh, maybe I would create some kind of. You know, yeah. if something fell over, I'd think, oh, that's to do with that. Like, yeah. that's the kind of mind that I have. Well, I think that's. I think there's a there's a cool thing in it, but just, yeah. But it's spooky. It's spooky at the same time. But I think there are such things as like vengeful, like spirits. I think I think that sort of thing does exist. But um. Yeah. Well, energy's got to go somewhere. Yeah, you just have to protect yourself. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Them out. I'm doing a flat out no on this one. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I, I think there's elements I do, but overall, it's yeah. kind of a no. Okay. But yeah, we used to do uh, Candyman as well. We used to say, "Well, we only got up to, <laughs> we, only, we only we only we only got up to four. Like, could you say his name in the mirror? Like, yeah, I know. know. That's why. That's why. Yeah, but we only used to get up to four, but we'd never say five. Oh my god, because the bees, the bees, <laughs> <laughs> not the bees, the bees, no. <laughs> Well, imagine if they got Nicholas Cage to play. Oh my God, that would be great. Anyway, okay. Anyway, we reached the end of the show. So if you would like to get in contact with us at heyhofanito at gmail.com and tell us about if you believe in the Bloody Mary myth or any of the other myths that we've talked about on the show or want to tell us about what your favourite film um, based on one of the uh, the myths are, uh, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at heyhofanito. Or if you've ever, you know, said... I'm not even saying it now. Oh, you've ever experienced if you, it? Yeah, if you've yeah, said it, it and then something's happened, like really creepy, like just tell us because I would like to know. Well, definitely, if you've got a video footage of, of no, this, not like, video like in Paranormal Activity we'll 3. We'll believe you. If you just tell us, we'll believe Yeah, give us an email or um, uh, contact us on Instagram or uh, Facebook and we'll get back to you and we'll maybe include you in the show uh, next Ooh, week. Once a mirror broke, I remember when I was younger and the mirror broke after we had like a sleepover and we were doing weird stuff but the mirror was on it was it was propped up like it would never fall over and it just fell over and broke that's spooky, spooky. spooky. that's spooky you heard it here there we go yeah okay so yeah so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah again uh, contact us uh, on heyhofanito at gmail.com please get in contact with us on social media or email and we'll see you next time on Hey Ho Finito Hey Ho Finito to hypnotise you to take over the world and you'll be blamed for it, Superman. <laughs> <laughs>